Back at the Advanced Selling Podcast, I'm Brian Neal. And I'm Bill Kasky. And we are surrounded by uh, interns. Beautiful women. Beautiful women We are. Yes, we have our uh, good friend Jenny. We allowed to say Jenny's last name? Not yet. Not yet. One of these days, she'll give us permission. Jenny R. Jenny R. Jay, yeah, we can't, I can't say that either, but I don't know who it is. And uh, we also have, we had interns this year, this it, summer. It has been the summer of interns, it has. hasn't it? Yep. And mine is, her name is Abby. She's sitting right here. Hi, Abby. She said hello. You had one too, both I, in the same school. I had one, uh, JJ, who, and they know each other actually. They do, JJ just left here Friday and did a great job. So I think, I don't know if he's even a podcast listener or not, but he should be if he's not. Shame well, on you if you're not. Abby is in a week, her, her, her final week with us. She's been with us for another week. So that's two weeks total <laughs> that's a for big internship at, yeah. at the Blind Zebra. Yeah, here we are. That's so, meaningful. Uh, that's very But meaningful. it's great. I, I tell you what, if the rest of the world is like these two young people, we, the world's in yeah. good hands. Yeah. That's what I'm saying right there. That's all I got to say about that. I had a quick shout out here to a lady named Simone who listened to the podcast where we talked about the lyrics of the songs Yay, a couple weeks ago. she did. Good. She's adding her two bobs worth. She's from Australia. She, oh, good. I like it. Two bobs. And here it is. It's called I Was Gonna Cancel. I particularly like these lyrics. Oh, just hop out of bed. Go ahead, face the day. Who cares what you know? Don't let that in the way. No way. Shut out all the doubt. Just get up and go. What's on the other side? You'll never know unless you go, 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 girl. Go, 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 girl. Good for good for her. Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue. Uh-huh. Phenomenal Same. singer. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that and was cool. she's an actress too, Callum. Yeah, Love she's right, right. Good job, Thanks, Simone. Simone. Well done. It. Yeah, she's right. a very active person in the she group. She is. You yeah. listen or, or pay attention to the group. So I've been doing a lot of flying lately, more than I care to remember. But I, I realized that I have a pet peeve. Uh-oh. I have a pet peeve Just for one. loud talkers who talk <laughs> in full voice on the telephone oh. on an airplane. Oh. And I was next to two of them and back to back flights, and there were different oh. people. And the one guy kept talking while this we were taxiing. And he was saying, well, we're about to go airborne here, so I'm going to have to let you go. But here's where he got me. But then he goes, if you ever say this, you need an ego check. Let me say this, he said to the person on the phone. (laughs) So he's on the phone. We're going down, you know, we're going 120 miles an hour down the runway. Well, I'm about to take off now and become airborne, but let me say this. I'm like, will you hang up the bleeping phone, dude? And no no sooner did we touch the ground, he was back on the phone talking to the same person. Let me say this. If you ever say that, or you ever hear me say that, will you punch me in the face, please? I'll that is awful. Yeah, that is awful. just so, wait, just don't or whisper. Cover. I hate talking on the phone on a plane. I'm always like, I'm on the plane. I'm on the phone on the plane. I talk like that when I talk to people. It's so annoying. Uh, there is a so, microphone in here too, so yeah. it does amplify your voice. So I am all for the FAA not allowing people to talk on their phone. Yeah, I agree. Because of that, that that's just more. That's just a courtesy yeah. thing. Yeah. It says nothing to do with it. I don't care if we crash or into a mountain because it screws up the navigation system. I just <laughs> be listening to something. If he would have, the phone. If he would have not laid the whole ego trip God. on you, would you have been more okay with it? So annoying. Or was it that? It was brutal. Oh, God. Anywho. All right. Topic today. Fire away. Yeah. Well, I uh, came up with this here before the show, and I asked you, and you didn't have a problem with it. So no, I was yeah, intrigued. So here's the deal. A lot of times when we hear people talk about what is it that's going to compel a prospect to buy? We talk about the concept of pain. Mm-hmm. And there's that, there's that they're avoiding pain or they're seeking pleasure or somewhere in between. And that's why they might be interested in your product or service. And I've heard a lot of people refer to pain as pain points. Mm. So they will say, well, what's his pain point? Well, his pain point is uh, money. 
or his pain point is service or productivity. Yeah. And the, the idea there is that I think a lot of times, and I disagree with this, but a lot of times people try to get it down to one word or yeah. get it down to one thing. And I'm not so sure that pain can be described like that. So I, I want to talk about that a little bit today, see what you thought about it, see if I'm just being an idiot for not liking that or whether there's something to the idea that it's really broader than just a point. So you're open to the fact that if we wind up there, you might be okay with it. Pain points is what um, it is. Maybe. I don't know. Probably, probably not. not. <laughs> but, Thanks we'll try that. to steer it away. And we're going to do, usually we're very prescriptive. So we give you yeah. a little topic like pain. We go, okay, here are three things everyone should do. We're going to do a little a little different version of uh, discussion today. We're just going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so this, think of this as like an opinion column, right? So if you, you'd, you'd read an op-ed uh, piece in the New York Times or something like this, this would be the Advanced Selling Podcast, Brian and Bill's commentary mm-hmm. on pain points. On stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you want to start with any particular thought? You kind of already did, didn't you? Yeah, the, the thought there is that I think we dilute the power of pain if we try to horseshoe it into a to a thing or to one or two words. Yeah. And if I said to you, what what's your pain right now when it comes to whatever income, yeah. you're going to say a certain thing, but that certain thing has a lot has lots of stuff underneath it. That's right. Um, and so that's my my caution there is that it might be a point of pain, but there's a whole lot more to it than that point or those words. Yeah, I, I think what, what what's evolved. I, I feel like. Selling continues to evolve like any other profession or, or, or things do. And I really think ours is accelerating as most other things are too, I guess. But um, we're, we're, we're going further than we've ever been, faster than we've ever gone in the selling profession. And this is one of those things that when you and I grew up in sales, it was a feature benefit world. Mm-hmm. Remember that? So you do feature function. Here's what my product does. And here's then benefit why it's great for you. Then we moved into this pain time period where we mm-hmm. said, okay, it's all about. But the, the problem there is just what you said. Everyone just stops at the pain. It really didn't change. It was like, what do you, it, 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 we used to use the word needs, which I hate when people say yeah, the word too. needs. Say, what are your needs around income? You say, I need to make more money. Okay, I've got it for you. Yeah. And it just, it stops and freezes. And I think that, that actually now, to me, in this world of expert positioning that we talk about, that does a disservice to the person that you're talking to. If you stop at the point, I think you're doing a disservice to the prospect, even if they don't end up doing business with I you. I agree. I think it, you're, 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 uh, you're cutting them short, mm-hmm. selling them short. So how would you characterize the right way to think about pain or whatever the compelling reason is? It doesn't have to be that. Yeah. Because I think sometimes we, we drop into this, well, what's his pain? Well, he's not happy with his business and this and that are, are happening. But the fact is, maybe he's just an unhappy person and he's yeah, always right. going to be unhappy with parts of it. But, but also he might have some goals or vision for the way he wants his operation to run, or he may have a feeling that he's not getting given his current situation. Yeah. I like to think of this in a real broad perspective as if I just run around asking myself, how can I make your life better off with me being in it? Mm -hmm. And if I can't make your life better off, then I don't want to be in your life. That's how I kind Mm -hmm. of think of it to start. Well, the only way I can figure out if I'm going to be able to help make your life better off is to figure out where your life is now. And to do that, I have to go way deeper than what's your problem? Well, we're having a logistics issue. Oh, great. Cause we're really good at logistics. Yeah, that's right. Let us do anything about your life and making it better off at the same token. It's not about like I'm running around playing pop therapist all the time. You don't want to know people's deep, dark secrets that they get put into a burlap sack and beat senseless by their 
by their dad. It's, <laughs> that's what I'm doing later if my kids don't clean the house. That's right. That's a callback to the pre-show joke. Uh, I'll tell you about that later, listeners. So I, I think it's really important that you show up with a perspective of, can I make people's life better off? And to do that, I've got to understand what's going on at a much deeper level than just that kind of what yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the pain point thing is. And we also are in a business where we can have some influence over people's lives. If I'm selling stuff like this, like what is this, a a headphone four-channel studio adapter, I'm not sure that is the same as what you can do. So I think it's an easier connection to make in our business where you can actually help someone's life versus if you're shipping these a thousand at a time to somebody. I don't know, man. You you and me together, uh, when I get that thing in the mail... That's the, I mean, that's <laughs> well, the well, best. That's when I get that well, little gadget thing, I'm like, then. holy schmokies. It's a geek. Or the, it's yeah, a geek like the, our friends at Sweetwater Sound, when they sell something, those people <laughs> open those packages up. I mean, you talk about making someone's life better off. I mean, imagine <laughs> if we didn't have that headphone switcher. I know. How much know. pain. It's a pain in the wazoo. <clears throat> so I think just about anything can be put into that category if you let it be, yeah. I think. Yeah. Now, here's another thing, a, a commentary on pain finding. I, I think we often nowadays have lo- we've lost sight. Maybe we never had sight. Maybe that's a better way to say it. We've never had the foresight to say, why am I doing this in the first place? Why, why do I care? Why am I trying to figure out what this person's motive is? To that end, I think we need to look at the reason we want to figure out. Because if I'm there to make your life better off, if I re- the sooner that I realize that I can or you don't want me to, the quicker that I can move right. on to the next person. And I think we lose sight that that's part of this process too, is I want to discover where you're at because if where you're at is okay, then there's no reason for me to that's sit there right. and try to persuade or talk you into anything else. And so that this is a vetting process and that that's a big miss, I think, that salespeople um, incur a lot when they when they don't realize why they're asking these questions. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they would say, well, I, but I there's a chance and there's hope and maybe I can bring him around, maybe I can convince yes. him, condition him, but the time it takes to do that, you're really doing a disservice to the next person who you're not getting to because you're spending too much time with a non-prospect. That's very true. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. What if you think that you could make my life better off and you truly, truly in your heart of hearts believe it? And for whatever reason, I'm showing some, not full on resistance, yeah. like get out of my hair, but I'm just like, ah, I just don't know, or I'm, or I'm stuck on some intellectual element to it. How do you coach someone to handle that situation? So, I, so go ahead. Yeah. So I'm a sales, uh, I'm a uh, owner of a company and I've got 12 salespeople and I meet you and I kind of take you through my salespeople and some of the things I want to do with my company and my revenues are at 85 million bucks. And I really want to grow the thing over a hundred million dollars because I want to sell the thing in five years. So I give you a lot of those things. Then as you, as you, as you come to me with how you would help me, I'm just kind of like, eh, I just, I just don't know. Mm-hmm. I give you resistance. Mm-hmm. What do you do with that? What do you, how do you coach me on that? Well, our, if uh, if I'm coaching you and you're the salesperson, have yeah. have you have you shown have you demonstrated somehow where you want to take him and the mm. people, or is it more what you want to teach him and the people? Well, yeah, to me, there's the the answer because if because if I I think I, this is where I think this whole pain thing gets lost. It gets lost in the intellectual exercise after you get out of it. So you have those dreams that are on yeah. the table, like I want to sell this thing for a hundred million bucks and go fishing. Not, now you're saying, I can make life better off for you, man. I can help you do that. If I take it back, though, to the, well, what skills are you going to teach my people? Or what, you know, what, right. how often are we going to meet? And I'm hung up on this sort of thing. I think, I think you owe it to the prospect to take them back to the vision, to, yeah. that, to yeah. that emotional yeah. motive, if that makes sense. But that's also, that's also an interesting point about if, um, 
what if the person's not truly committed? How, I mean, he may say, yeah, you know, oh, that's great, Brian. I really want to do this. I really want to do this. But then he says, look, let's, let's start, let's think about next February or next March. Mm-hmm. That implies to me that that person is not truly committed unless there's something that they really cannot start by then. But let's say there's not. I also think salespeople should be conscious of the commitment level people have. Yeah, that's and good. if if I'm going to take you and your team to a certain place and you start to hem and haw about it, you're not a prospect for me. No. And so that whole, the whole idea of commitment, I think we, it should be in the decision part of the process, but I think we overlook that. And that really is the thing that, and you've had people come across your path who are truly committed and it's it's done like that. And it's a good engagement too. For sure. But I think commitment level is something salespeople miss. And so I've got the pain and the problem and the pleasure and what I'm trying to accomplish. Uh, But then what is the commitment level to really make that happen? That's really good. Yeah. And I I suppose with there, and that's one, one, uh, as you're saying, one of the areas we miss in in the pain finding process, if you will, is so there it is. It's on the table. Now, how committed to you are? And what does that mean? It means how committed with time, how committed with effort and energy, and how committed with money yeah. I am. All those things have to be there for it to really be That's good. a sound yeah. uh, relationship. It can't just be a question of, are you committed to this, Brian? Exactly. Oh, yeah. It's got to be more than that. You have to Can show resources me. Resources show me. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's really excellent. good. It's good. You like. All right. So we've uh, exhausted pain. We We're have. Painfully, we've painfully exhausted pain. I can't wait for the next presidential election. We'll do one of these in the uh, presidential election thing. When is that? 2016. We got a ways to go. We got a, way, a long oh, ways. Never mind. We got 120 podcasts. Did I just show my political? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Is it a, about how, how pain? How much longer do we have? Okay. <laughs> yeah, you did. All right. Make sure you go to the LinkedIn group, uh, advancedsellingpodcast.com to see or listen to back episodes. And you can email us at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com. Any questions? We never answer them. But if you want to send us a question. We're going to start. Now we're going to start. A lot of inputs in. You guys like the LinkedIn mailbag. So guess what? We're going to do a LinkedIn mailbag. Yes, we will. For sure. All right. See you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye.